Hello again, I'm Jill Geisler from the Pointer Institute. Today we finish up our four-part series of 100 Ideas for Great Bosses. Let's start with number 76. People are required to follow managers. They choose to follow leaders. 77. Employees never forget how you responded when they faced the best and the worst times of their lives. Number 78. Leaders manage meaning. People look to you to help make sense of challenges, joys, and concerns. Be ready, honest, and hopeful. 79. Bosses disappoint people every day. The response from your employees is a measure of your leadership on all the other days. 80. Build critical thinking skills among your staff by deconstructing good and bad decisions. Be a good critical thinker yourself. Open to other ways of doing things and new ideas from your staff. 81. Planning is an important part of organizational success, but don't be so wedded to a plan that you won't amend it for a good reason. 82. Trust is the killer app of leadership. People choose to follow those they respect and whom they believe have their best interests at heart. 83. In changing times, when people are trying new things, look for quick wins. Those are small victories that help people feel confidence and see success. 84. Learn to manage across generations. Don't succumb to stereotypical thinking that your elders are burned out and younger staffers are slackers. Learn about their lives, their influences, and manage them as individuals. 85. Brainstorming meetings. They work best if you make them safe places. Ask people to withhold criticism while the ideas are flowing. 86. Don't set yourself up as the sole ethics guru of your work group. Instead, build a culture in which everyone knows how to think through ethical challenges. 87. Training is often the first victim of a tough economy. Be creative. You have smart people on your staff who can teach and coach others. 88. Who is the best boss your boss ever worked for? Find that out and you'll get insights into what your manager values as a leader and perhaps how you measure up. 89. Too many bosses neglect to think strategically and focus only on their slice of the organization. Smart bosses look at the big picture, always re-examining systems and structure to connect with organizational goals. 90. If you're asked to lead a new team, go on a listening tour. Get to know people and solicit ideas for improvement before implementing your own. 91. The way you handle mistakes determines how willing people will be to bring you bad news. And if people don't bring bad news to the boss, even worse things can happen. 92. Top-down management is usually counterproductive, but smart bosses know when to take control in crisis, if decisions are risky or expensive, and if people are in such conflict that they've created gridlock that the boss must break. 93. Hire people who are smarter than you and don't be intimidated by them. 94. Find reasons big and small to celebrate. There's no reason why a workplace can't be a happy place. 95. Let people know what you stand for and what you won't stand for. Take immediate action against dishonesty or discrimination. 96. You may be a happy workaholic who could live in the office, but don't create a climate in which people feel they have to emulate you. 97. Really bad bosses, arrogant, ignorant, inept, or corrupt, inevitably fail. Their staffs develop guerrilla tactics for working around them, surviving them, and ultimately defeating them. 98. Learn how to read a room. Take the emotional temperature of your team and respond with what they need. 
Get calm when they're nervous and nervous if they're too calm. 99. You are not the only boss in the world who sometimes hears a voice that says, today's the day they find out you don't really deserve this job. 100. If you've listened to all 100 of these ideas and taken even half of them to heart, that voice that says you don't deserve the job, it's definitely wrong. You deserve the job. I'm Jill Geisler of the Pointer Institute. Now, happy to tell you that my book, Work Happy, What Great Bosses Know, is going to be published in June of 2012. It'll be a workshop and a book. I'll be at your side giving you tips. Thanks.